Good day, good day, good day. I don't know if we're late for last week or early for this week, but welcome to Fox Force 5. Yes, life got in the way again, didn't it? Apologies, this is, as I say, either a little late or, yay, it's early, one or the other, um, but the weekend ran away from us and our hectic uh, social lives just got in the way of a time that we could both record the thing. So um, here we are. How are you, Nicola O'Brien? I'm fine, thanks. Yeah, I don't think I was a hectic social life. I don't know what I was doing. Oh, Joe was getting a haircut. Wow, that was that's why I couldn't do it—the one hour that you could do it. So, actually, it wasn't my social life either. I was volunteering at Estelle's yeah, Christmas exactly. fair, and then escorting her around the countryside and. <laughs> And actually, then we were doing like uh, we went to this Festival of the Trees thing that we did last year, which I absolutely love. It's become our new little Christmas tradition where they have all these Christmas trees in the church and you go around and you try to find the Christmas tree from the girls' schools and so cute. The, the little things they made. And then you can see all the other trees on the way around. And it's really cool. So it's for charity or for the church, I guess they raise money. And then they sell all the trees at the end, which is also good. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fab. And then I was down in that London for Uncle Tim's 80th birthday party. Went down. It was a bit of a surprise. So that was fab. But delayed on the way down with snow and delayed on the way back with, I don't know, easy just just being delayed. So, yeah, it was kind of, it was a busy, 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 busy weekend, but feeling very festive after it, I must say. Yeah. What right. about you? Yes, yeah. Um, didn't do much. <laughs> I got like my hair done last week and my nails done and my eyebrows, so I feel better in that sense, mm-hmm. if that's news. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that's about it, really. Yeah, festive. It is definitely festive now. It's nice. I'm always one of those people who try to like hold out on things till the 1st of December. So I am now happy that it is actually December. Uh, we have. Have you got um, your decorations up yet? No, no, we have the um, we have the tree we got at the weekend. So actually, yeah, that was a nice thing we did at the weekend. Um, it's sitting mm. outside the front door currently, and the dog keeps freaking out when he sees it. It's the funniest oh, thing no. ever. Uh, because oh, we're God. bringing it in this evening, it's quite big, like it's seven feet, and he is shitting himself, <laughs> howling at the oh, window. Oh bless him! The crater. So oh, he was no, just doing serious? it there, so to lock him into the kitchen because he's like freaking out. I have to keep closing the blinds. You have to put a good cover on the bottom of it in case he starts peeing on her or anything as well you'll have to watch I don't know it's funny yeah like we were just saying that well like it's mm. in the bag thing you know the way that they come in the bags mm. but like what's mm. he going to be like when it's in the front room he's going to be terrified of it I think and it's big so <laughs> it took us ages we were walking around the Christmas place for ages and actually the back of it isn't great at all but I was like that's fine I could sacrifice the back for like a really full front <laughs> okay so you're going to put the front facing out the window no, or are you sure, going to put in the window no yeah in the window but like sure we've yeah. like a high windowsill so that'll cover the kind of okay. dodgy bit I think at the back and like people oh, don't God. look okay. that closely at them it, no they don't they don't more yeah. how they so I was going to say you're not going to put the, the bald bit at the back no, where you're looking at it every exactly, night exactly <laughs> yeah no so we're going to have the gourd like it's no it's lovely and full at the front now so I'm really looking forward mm-hmm. to decorating it I love I love decorating. I love and hate it all at the same time oh I know <laughs> I know yeah it's so much work but um, we haven't actually we have our six foot plastic tree that we got whatever five or six years ago me and sure and um i'd love to get a i'd love to get a natural tree but it would just die when we're not here that's the problem because we're away for a week so well, you'd be surprised because like, your house would be cold so it would last all right it's all about the heat and the yeah. cold and stuff because i think yeah. ours is going to die quite quick this year now because our house is so warm and um, i was listening mm. they were talking about it on the radio all morning and actually do you know that i think over like its lifetime over its lifetime i think like it takes five hundred natural trees to outdo the carbon footprint of a 
artificial tree. No. So I actually thought it was worse for the environment to have a natural tree, but actually it's still worse for the environment. Wow. To have a well, I suppose they've got a planting regime, don't yes, they, for Christmas exactly, trees, you know. Yeah. But um, that, that I remember I was telling you about uh, that place in Glasgow where a few weeks ago who do, um, they do Christmas like residence at Christmas and Christmas Day lunch and all that. And they put their trees in at the start of December, but they replace them halfway through December. Uh, they get someone in to replace them all. So there you go. That's what you're doing if you're on top of your game. Yeah. You're getting them in and you're replacing them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it smells lovely inside there too. It's the smell and like, I don't know, I just love it. The real, I kind of love the whole you know what going they were t- getting it and all that stuff. It's yeah, amazing. yeah. I'm tempted to get one now that we're talking about it. Um, the other thing was at that thing in the church the other day, they, they did that trick with the oranges, you know, oranges and you stick in this cloves of cinnamon, um, cloves. Yeah. There's, yeah, cloves. yeah. Are they cinnamon cloves? No, cinnamon, cinnamon. is a separate They're thing. just cloves. cloves. <laughs> oh yeah, they're just cloves. <laughs> Why am I thinking cinnamon and cloves? Well, cinnamon is Christmas, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like mulled wine. So they're just cloves like yeah. you'd put in your ham, exactly. So you put the cloves into the orange and then you sit it on the radiator. Yeah, nice. And the smell is gorgeous so I'm going to try that That's as well good hopefully not destroy my radiators but um yeah so that was maybe that. put so, it in um, something like a muslin or something if you have any of those yes left, that's probably know, a good idea it would, wouldn't yeah. like juices then would kind of stay in the fabric and not break anything yeah yeah I saw a gas thing yesterday actually about it's kind of hard to describe it on here but if you get a candle like a plain candle mm-hmm. And you get like a nice Christmas napkin, like a paper napkin. And you know the way a lot of those napkins are like two layers? If you take mm-hmm. out the white layer or the plain layer and you just have like the, the colored layer, what you do is mm-hmm. you wrap it around your candle and you use a hairdryer and the pattern from the napkin goes onto the candle. It's so cool. I saw a few people doing it yesterday. I must try it and see if it works. Random. Yeah, but like, so why cool. don't you just buy a patterned candle? I know, but if <laughs> like you had, a, like I have a few ugly candles upstairs that are just plain that I bought okay, years ago. Okay, yeah. Okay, oh, I get you. I get you. I get you. Okay, yes, yes, that yes, That you yes. could oh, just, you know, zhuzh up. <laughs> so, I'm intrigued. I've spent the last couple of weeks sending you like videos from Instagram of people Christmas party games. Yeah, <laughs> We've got yeah. 5,000 lined it's up now idea, that we haven't done Different. before. Some of them look good. But um, yeah, it's like anything to add a bit of something new to the Christmas day post dinner antics, you know. Yeah, um, maybe we'll do, there's one with Oreos that she sent and uh, that you sent and it was like sauces and stuff. Maybe we would do something with alcohol, you know, instead of yeah. like sauces. So it's like all different types of alcohol and you have to drink the alcohol. Maybe we'll do that in a couple of weeks time. Yeah. We'll, uh, before Christmas, we'll have some uh, uh, sort of uh, Christmas games guide, uh, Christmas game guide for you. you so go, you can, yeah. um, and how to make your own your festive with... candles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at us. We're t- will we ever turn into those like crafty, creative people? I don't know. Um. I doubt it. <laughs> Follow us for all your crafting <laughs> needs. <laughs> yeah, crafting like cocktail making and yeah. like yeah, house decorating. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, right. Well, we better get on with things. If I can find my little script here, uh, I think you might enjoy the first item we've up today. Mm. Nicklan number one. One. So this week the word of the year was announced. Did you oh, hear it? Oh no, I didn't. But I was listening to something else last week where they were talking about disgusting words that people are asking to be removed from the dictionary. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Interesting. Yeah. So the word might not mean anything to you if you're not Gen Z apparently, but it's used massively online with billions of views of the hashtag Riz on TikTok. Do you know what Riz is? No. 
Okay, so according to the Oxford University Press. Or I Z. Or I double Z. Okay. Um, which publishes the Oxford English Dictionary, it's defined as style, charm, or attractiveness, and the ability to attract a romantic or sexual partner. I think it's a short version of charisma. Oh, you know, it's oh. yeah. So the term is thought to be shortened, yeah, a shortened form of charisma. This is from the BBC, by the way, if anyone wants to read the big long article. Uh, it can also be used as a verb in saying such as to riz up, which means to attract, seduce or chat someone up. It's essentially a newer version of game defined as skill, prowess and the ability to attract others sexually by one's charms. Uh, apparently, who was it? It was Tom Holland kind of made it famous when he was interviewed by BuzzFeed last year and they were asking him about how he got with Zendaya and he's, he said, I've no riz whatsoever. I have limited riz <laughs> before explaining he won over his girlfriend Zendaya by playing the long game. Um, <clears throat> so do you want to hear some of the other words that were shortlisted? Yeah, yeah go on. And try and guess what they are. So the first one is made famous by Fox First Five, a beige flag. <laughs> <laughs> If you missed that episode, people, it was quite enjoyable. I would go back and listen to it. Uh, it's a character trait that indicates that a partner or potential partner is boring or lacks originality. A trait or habit, especially of a partner or potential partner, viewed as extremely characteristic, characteristic but not distinctly good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one is a situationship. I think we maybe talked about it on that yeah, podcast yeah. as well, did we? So a romantic or sexual relationship that is not considered to be formal or established. So you're not in a relationship, you're in a situationship. Mm. Okay, Parasocial. What do you think that is? Parasocial. Got it, no? So uh, it's designating a relationship characterised by the one-sided, unreciprocated sense of intimacy felt by a viewer, fan or follower for a well-known or prominent figure in which the follower or fan comes to feel that they know the celebrity as a friend. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of like a low-level stalker. Yes, yeah, funny one. <laughs> Parasocial. I've never heard okay. that one. Next one is not got to do with social media or people. It's a heat dome. Do you know what that is? No idea either. So it's a persistent high pressure weather system over a particular oh. geographic area. <laughs> it is actually which weird. traps yeah, okay. a mass of hot air below it. Um we're educating people on Fox yes, First Five yeah, and have yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay, the next one you gotta know. Swifty. Yeah, obviously chiller Swift fans and all that. Yeah. yeah. Next one is prompt. Prompt. This is very simple as well. Yeah, prompt. For sure is prompt an not already a word. Yeah, but it's I think it's a noun here. So it's an instruction given to an artificial intelligence program, algorithm, etc., which determines or influences the content it generates. Well, okay. Slightly different definition, I guess. Uh okay, and the final one is de influencing. So yeah, so like I was I yeah, the opposite of influencing, basically like stripping back things and talking about the Yeah, exactly. So the practice of discouraging people from buying particular products mm. or of encouraging people to reduce their consumption of material goods, especially via social media. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, Oxford University Press added that. Uh, so they, they, these are all kind of draft definitions and basically they'll decide eventually if they'll go into the dictionary based on how long they kind of stick around for and uh. whether they're have longevity and that kind of thing. Okay. So it explains the rest of the words may eventually be added to dictionaries after assessment of their longevity, frequency and the breadth of usage. There you go. Very good. Last year, last year was goblin mode was the word of the year. <laughs> which was, uh, do you know what that is? Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, when you go into your like, when you're just a really yeah. ugly mode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you go into your like cave. So yes, it's, it's yeah. describing unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy, slovenly yes. or greedy yeah, behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so now, lads, you've got all the chat 
for Christmas. And actually one, my friend Jill in London was telling me about we were on holidays was her boys say, and a lot of the kids in London say, drip. Something's drip. Have you heard that? No. So it's like, it's cool. It's drip. I don't know if I'd ever feel comfortable actually saying it without sounding like a total dope. But all the kids say it, yeah. They'll be like, oh, that's drip. That Liverpool top's drip, whatever. Can I um, tell you some of the gross ones that they wanted to get rid of? People are petitioning to get rid of as words. Oh, one last thing. Collins Dictionary revealed their word of 2023 was artificial intelligence. Oh, right. Which is a bit weird. But anyway, sorry, because there was a lot of chat about AI this year, wasn't there? Yeah. Okay, yeah, tell me. Gross Um, words, yeah. So a couple of the top ones were hoss. Oh yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, panties. <laughs> panties is kind of a nice word. Yeah, uh, no, it kind of creeps me out. I don't know why. Uh, panties, because it's a it's kind of American. Because the first time you heard panties was probably watching some American film where some pedophile. That's it exactly. Or, yeah, yeah. You know, it's ugh. yeah. Right. Um, a lot of them were like badly fluid ones, like mucus and like yeah, that sort of stuff. Um, and then it was just words that people didn't like, like moist and moist and moose. Moist is a big one always, isn't it? People moist, hate yeah. moist. Yeah, I didn't, I'd quite like it. <laughs> moist. moist. And you said in a lot of different scenarios. Um, but yeah, so there was some of them. There was loads of them. I can't really remember now my brain is so fried from my early mornings. But uh, yeah. yeah, it was quite, I had quite a laugh at them though, because there was so, some people just like are triggered by different words, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people just can't tolerate, can they? So anyway, yeah. there you go. Interesting. Exploring the lexicon with Kelly and Nicola. Okay, over to you. Number two. Two. So I haven't watched anything new, to be honest, but there's a few things out this week on Netflix I wanted to talk about because I'm excited for them all. Mm. Um, Because I've been like I said, extremely sleep deprived. I've been watching an awful lot of Eeyore still. So mm. I'm unfortunately going to apologize that it's going to be like very little uh, new TV probably over the next few weeks. Well, Christmas, obviously we all uh, have mm. a tendency to devour as much, uh, you mm-hmm. know, TV and movies as we can. And it, but a, a lot of it is obviously old stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But anywho, so if I am looking forward to this week on Netflix, so there's two new episodes of Virgin River. Although it's kind of always the same storyline, but I do enjoy a good bit of mm. Virgin River. It's so nice and innocent. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so there's two new episodes of Virgin River out now on Netflix. And the big thing I'm looking forward to that I've been looking forward to for quite a while now is uh, Leave the World Behind. It's Julia Roberts' new movie. Ooh, so the cast that. is really good. So uh, Julia Roberts, Ethan Hawke, uh, Kevin mm. Bacon. Uh, I'm going to balls up their names, but... Marisala Ali, you know, as well, like they're all very big actors and um, it's based on basically two families are on holidays together in Long Island. It's Christmas. Is it a Christmas one? No, it's it's like an end of days, doomsday oh, kind of movie. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so it's great. a psychological thriller, um, but it's based on a novel that was released in 2020. Um, and yeah, so basically I think somebody calls the door and basically says, oh, there's going to be a big power outage. But I think it's more than that. Like, I don't know... Like if you watch the trailer, it's very mysterious as to what's causing the kind of doomsday event. Okay. But I love movies like this. I love movies mm. kind of doomsday kind of horror. Yeah. yeah, I really enjoy them. So then it's kind of just about like how they're going to survive. And yeah, it looks very interesting. It's kind of gotten about 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's not like amazing. Mm. But it could be one of these big like, you know. Yeah, but Rotten Tomatoes is like the toughest um <laughs> 
measure of all. So 80% is pretty good, isn't it, really? Yeah, exactly. So we'll see. But I haven't seen Julie Roberts in anything in ages either, and I just enjoy her. So I think it's going to be interesting. She's doing the rounds at the moment, promoting it. So I'd say she'll be on Graham Norton now this week or something. But mm-hmm. um, it looks good. I'm looking forward to it. Um, there's also one a shout out for. Um, Tell me what the name of that film was again, Nicola. Sorry, before you move Leave on. the world behind. Okay, go and on, it's sorry. out on Friday. It's out on Friday. In cinemas uh, or on. On Netflix. It was released oh. in some cinemas, but it's going straight to Netflix. Yeah. Oh, fabulous. Oh, great. So, I have a film to watch at the weekend. Yeah, fabulous. exactly. Exactly. I feel like I haven't watched a film mm. in ages. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see that that new Leonardo DiCaprio movie is out for download or it. Um, you know, uh, so I might talk about that next week because although it's very long, it's like three and a half hours, and I feel like I can't watch movies that long anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, this looks very good. Uh, so there are kind of a couple of things that I'm looking forward to in the next week, and then after that, we'll we'll see again. But I have to talk about ER again because, like, I'm just you know because I did my back to back Grey's Anatomy viewing, <laughs> and now I'm doing my ER viewing. It's so much better than Grey's Anatomy. Oh. Like some of it has aged badly, right? Like you know some terms and how they deal with a few things. And it's just so dark, you know. Mm. Like, there's a lot of storylines where they don't get resolved. It's just, that's it. You know, like, it's just, yeah, yeah. life is fucked. You know, like, people's mm. situations are not mm-hmm. good. And, um, geez, I've gone through a lot. Like, I've gone through six seasons in, like, <laughs> four weeks. Gosh. But um, I throw it on the kitchen. I'm cleaning and everything now. It's so handy. But um, the... Like this week now, it was a storyline. Do you know if you remember it where Carter gets stabbed and like Lucy's yes. stabbed? Oh, he, he goes falls. so downhill after that, yeah, his mental health he, and stuff. Yeah, he like, well, the way it's done is so good because he's like stabbed and he hits the floor and then he looks over and Lucy's on the ground too and she's also been stabbed. And it's oh, just, she oh, dies. It was just, yeah, she dies. It was so. Yeah. Oh, sad. that was so sad. Oh, oh and it was I've just like... I've got PTSD when you're talking about I it. I know. I'll never get over Dr. Like, Green oh. dying in ER. I think I it was know, the saddest the TV moment of all yeah. time. And we've watched, we've watched a lot of sad TV moments. Oh, th- Oh, yeah. I'm actually dreading it because that happens, I think, in the next, I think, maybe season 10 or 11. I'm on six. So <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to continue watching it. I'll have to take a pause over Christmas. I'll be depressed. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so good. And it's all on 4OD or Skies. So you can watch them all. Oh, and okay. oh my god it's well worth it like I, I you know I said a few things are kind of outdated but god it's worth it for just that glimpse back into like the 90s and noughties mm-hmm. and the characters are so well written and just brilliant mm-hmm. in it and I think I just have a different perspective on it now because I'm a bit older watching it as well and mm-hmm. yeah Anyway, mm-hmm. so I'm really enjoying that. Fair. And we're watching the odd goggle box in the middle for a bit of levity on a Sunday night. <laughs> what, what are you watching on a Sunday night, sir? Goggle box. We oh, yeah, you need a bit of goggle box in your life. Sunday Although I missed night. it for a few weeks, but I watched it this week for some reason. Yeah, All right, cool. Yeah, we're not watching. We I've given up on I'm a Celebrity. I'm just sick of it. Um, yeah, me too. And um, The Bear... I'm enjoying the bear and and I'm trying to finish that up soon because I want to put it as my one of my top of the year (laughs) for the end of year roundup on my TV podcast. So I'm trying to get it finished. We just finished Three Little Birds, which was really nice. It was on ITV. Uh, You'll find it maybe on UTV or catch up on TV3, something like that. might be on eventually. It was Lenny Henry's one. And we are continuing with The Boat Story, which is really random BBC drama on a Sunday night about this these two people who find a boatload of cocaine and try to sell it and blah, 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 blah. So, um, yeah, anyway. Okay, we'll move along. Number three. Three. This week, the person who I'm going to talk about is... She actually passed away this week at the age of 93. She was the first woman to serve on the US Supreme Court 
Um, Her name was Sandra Day O'Connor. She was born in 1930. She was an American attorney, politician and jurist who served as an Associate Justice of the Supreme Court of the United States from 1981 to 2006. O'Connor was the first woman to serve as a US Supreme Court Justice. A moderate conservative, O'Connor was known for her precise researched opinions. She was nominated by President Ronald Reagan before O'Connor's tenure on the court. She was an Arizona state judge and earlier an elected legislator in Arizona, serving as the first female majority leader of a state Senate as the Republican leader in the Arizona Senate. Justice O'Connor was unanimously confirmed by the US Senate by a vote of 99 to 0 when she joined the court in 1981. As the Washington Post wrote when she retired in 2005, O'Connor was the decisive swing vote on virtually all the major legal issues of our time. During her decades-long tenure, she also captivated the public. In her first year on the court, she received over 60,000 letters from the public, more than any other justice in history. She was born in El Paso in Texas. She was a self-proclaimed FWOTSC, she called it, the first woman in the Supreme Court. Kept her rulings narrow and conservative until around 1994, when she began making deciding swing votes as the makeup of the court grew more conservative. Law professor Stephen Green noted in an interview she was a moderating voice on the court and was very hesitant to expand the law in either direction. O'Connor is remembered for her case-by-case approach and an open mind, especially when it came to cases involving women's rights and children. She said of her unique position, the power I exert on the court depends on the power of my arguments, not on my gender. O'Connor usually sided with the court's conservative bloc, but demonstrated an ability to side with the court's liberal members. She often wrote concurring opinions that sought to limit the reach of the majority holding. Overall, she began her tenure on the court as a Reaganite, but would later attempt to steer the court towards decisions that better aligned with public opinion. During her term, she was regarded as the among the most powerful women in the world. After retiring, oh. she succeeded Henry Kissinger, who died two weeks yes. ago, yeah. as the Chancellor of the College of William and Mary. And in 2009, she was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom by President Barack Obama. She died wow. this week of complications related to advanced dementia and respiratory oh. illness at the age of 93. So I think oh. what I'm trying to get to with this woman is, A, it was remarkable for her to become the first female on the Supreme Court, but... Also, she was a conservative, but she was able to live with the liberals and she was able to make decisions based on arguments rather than political allegiances. And I think it's an important thing in this day and age that we can kind of try to understand what other people think and feel and maybe, you know, be a little bit more understanding and not so black and white in our definition of what is right and what is wrong and, you know, try to see things from other people's perspective. So there you go. That is Sandra Day O'Connor. Good Irish Very name as well. I didn't read yeah. into her Irish background, but there you go. Thank you. Very interesting. Okay, number four. Four. So uh, this week, <laughs> I am going to talk about TikTok, but actually he has an account on Instagram too, so it's fine. So it's this guy called um, Sydney. He's, okay. His Instagram handle is at Sydney Raz. And his tagline S-I-D-N-E-Y. Yeah, or A-Z. Sydney Raz. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So his tagline is life hacks and dad life in my 30s. And basically he does all these like little tips and tricks, like how to hang a painting correctly and like 
how all these li- it's hacks, you know, loads mm. of different like hacks. But he also talks about his kids and stuff like that. So he's just an enjoyable watch. So I found him on TikTok, but he's also on Instagram and it's all the same content actually as Instagram. So he's funny. He's quite a good sense of humor, a uh, bit of crack. And like I said, he'll like show you how to hang a picture like really simply. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was the other day, but like some normal like day to day object you can use to like hang a picture or how you're supposed to use certain tools correctly. <laughs> you know, amazing. And he also yeah. then like has a whole thing about like, you know, parenting and the difficulty of it and the hilarity of the whole parenting and all that stuff. So. To be honest, it's one of the only reasons I got married so I don't have to hang pictures. So I'm. Um... <laughs> yeah. Like things like. Um, I hung a load. I hung all the mirrors in our house when I was pregnant. Good <laughs> hung them up, but I put the nails in the walls. Now, Good since then, you. he's actually bought like a laser thing. It's like a laser. Oh, mirror. yeah. I know those things. It's cool. Yeah, he got one of those. So that makes life easier. And he finally hung the mirror in our downstairs bathroom. Yay. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Oh, I'm looking forward <laughs> yeah, to looking in the mirror in the downstairs bathroom. <laughs> um, but yeah, this guy's a bit of crack anyway. So I'm just off the liberty these days. So give him yeah. an old follow. Oh. But like I said, he has some good little life hacks and stuff so happy content exactly in the run up to Christmas probably have some good stuff for Christmas as well okay cool that's Sydney Raz at Sydney Raz okay thank you very much bye now finally number five I heard this on the radio yesterday and I thought it was hilarious so when rock band Kiss played their final farewell concert in New York this weekend they ended with a gesture that will ensure their digital immortality as they left the stage of Madison Square Garden the band were replaced by flying avatars who launched into the hair hit song God gave rock and roll to you the technology originally developed for the ABBA Voyage show will allow them to stay on the road in retirement Gene Simmons said the band could now be forever young and forever iconic singer Paul Stanley added what we've accomplished has been amazing but it's not enough the band deserves to live on because the band is bigger than we are it's exciting for us to go to the next step and see Kiss immortalised however Kiss's avatars seem unlikely to be as grounded in reality as Abba's digital replicas the characters that appeared in New York were eight foot tall breathing fire and (laughs) shooting electricity from their fingers while floating above the audience Uh, these four individuals already have superpowers we want to be as open as possible said Papa CEO Popser and Sun CEO Per Sundon the digital characters were created from data captured while the band performed in motion capture suits earlier this year however KISS have yet to unveil their plans for the avatars we're going to figure it out after the tour said Sundon it's a KISS concert in the future is it a rock opera is it a musical a story an adventure who knows <laughs> but it like I can't remember exactly what they said but it was something like KISS lives forever <laughs> and it was like what <laughs> I think I it's hilarious. It. Yeah, so it. deadly. Go for them. I'm not the biggest Kiss fan or anything, but I just love that idea that people yeah, are like, we can good. do whatever we want, you know. Yeah. But people are making a, they're making a meal out of it, aren't they? Like Abba raking in the cash now, aren't they? From their oh, from Abba Voyage, I'm dying you know, so. to go. Dying I'm just to say go. here that Elaine is going without me, and I'm very cross at her. Uh, we'll, we'll go together in 2024. That's our one of our New Year's yeah, resolutions sure. is to get get um, books. But I, I can I just say something else in music news? Uh, I'm mm. going to Girls Aloud. Oh, I know. I'm jealous. <laughs> My yeah. easiest Tickets. ticket purchase ever. <laughs> Do you know what, Nicola? They were still on sale for Dublin like a couple of days later. There they was a went... second gig. They sold oh. out the first one. They announced the second. Um, I was surprised but, uh, because they went like out the door here so quickly and they were yeah. so expensive they were a lot more expensive than Ireland like I guess it's just weird yeah well we're sending mm. and like all in taxes and all that about 85 quid I think but that so I'm excited for that uh, Denise and Delaina come and choose we're going to just have a girly weekend it should be good crack yeah. but the, the standing thing I tickets were about 110 quid here it was ridiculous Jesus. pounds like go on anyway pounds, sorry yeah. but the other thing I wanted to say is lately I've been really appreciating 
um, boy bands again. I've been really appreciating. Mm-hmm. Did you see Trolls Two? Trolls no, but I'm looking forward no, to watching it. Which yeah, one is it? The Trolls yeah, Two is three. a three. Three. It's the world tour, isn't it? Really good. So really I, I love that song from that movie, and also I love the Jonas Brothers Waffle House. Song. I love Waffle House. It's really, they've like, got a good. They've got a newer. Yeah, yeah. They've got. A, I think the Jonas Brothers have a newer song than that as well. But do you know what song is nice? Take that's new song is nice as well. Oh, I haven't heard it. Yeah, it's kind of retro yeah, as well. I'm just kind of appreciating this kind of retroness, and I feel actually, like both of them are a little bit retroy. You know, I I actually listened to their album last week. Take that's album, and yeah. it's actually really nice. It's like, oh. I guess they're targeting women of our age <laughs> um, but it, it was it is nice you should have listened to it and it's a nice easy listen and it's kind of cheery and it's kind of yeah. sentimental and but it's right. good it's good it's good so there you go God, did you see um, Robbie Williams playing Hyde Park in July so I know I literally again. don't really have any interest in going to see him anymore like he just no. was so not good the last couple of times we saw him it was like he was alright in Dublin yeah. when we saw him but um, he's touring a lot like so I wonder what he's mm. like these days but I wonder mm. will he tour will he do a big tour I don't know like summer tour for him is better as well you know but you know I remember in like, Dublin when we saw him he, is, he had a bad back so he, he barely stood up during the show yeah, I was a few drinks and I didn't mind <laughs> I had a good time, <laughs> a good time. we were right um, up the front we were really up circle. the front yeah, yeah it was cool proper that golden circle for a change we were in about one row from the front yeah it was and amazing and it was like 25 degrees it was glorious it was lovely um, next year is the year of the musicals for me I have tickets for Wicked Hamilton and something else later there I am just so excited about it and yeah. also just hoping that we make it to Glastonbury again but I'm, anyway didn't get tickets for that obviously so we'd have to see what happens in the new year so I'm also hoping Girls Aloud would play Glastonbury because I didn't get tickets for them here so there you go right well we better rock on we will be back again next week with a bit of luck we mightn't be this Friday but it'll be next week I think yes Um, and in the interim take care of yourselves and each other enjoy the Christmas prep and don't get stressed people just ask other people to do whatever and um, yeah okay thank you all thank you all love you bye bye